and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 41 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden, and today on the podcast, I'm going to talk about my February proper report. So if you are new to the podcast, what I've been doing starting in December, so really just this is the third month now, is I'm sharing uh, the month-end profit report for my business. So back in December, I did an introduction episode to share my 2019 essentially profit report. So the 2019 books income, expenses, all of that good stuff, and also shared why I'm doing these. So just to give a little bit of a recap, the idea is that I'm now getting very into cash flow education inside of my membership and in my courses, working with business owners like yourself. Because what I found was that I spent a lot of time educating on business structure, like S-Corps, and educating on how to pay quarterly taxes, in addition to all the legal things that I do. But what I found was that most business owners were really hurting when it came to their cash flow management. And I could advise them when the opportune time would be to form an S-Corp, but they never were really able to do so because they didn't have a good handle on their cash flow. And then the same was true for their quarterly taxes. So I'm introducing more episodes on the podcast where I interview other business owners about their income expenses and cash flow management but also to give you a deeper dive into the topic, I'm sharing my own profit reports on a month-to-month basis. So you can see what my own goals are and how I am working towards uh, reaching healthy cash flow. There also is a secondary reason why I think this is very helpful and why I hope that you will all get something out of it. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself, uh, love them, love, love like the How I Built This podcast and some other more online business podcasts. And I find that oftentimes they only really interview guests who have quote unquote made it, you know, like whatever that means in our mind. But typically these are business owners making multi six figures and they've kind of already figured everything out. Or if we're being totally honest, their businesses could be a total mess behind the curtain, but they're at least making enough money that on paper and when they're talking about it, it seems like they're pretty profitable. And that's not really relatable to a lot of us at the current points where we are in our business. So I'm sharing my own numbers and I hope that this will A, make you feel a little bit better about where you are, but B, give you an example of where 
below six figure business owners can work towards improvements in their cash flow. So that was a pretty long introduction. Um, let's just dive right in here. So if we're looking at uh, my February numbers, I finished the month with income of around $4,500. So $4,500. My expenses were almost $4,000. So that's not at all good, you guys. It's not a, not a healthy profit margin. I only netted about 500 bucks. So I'm going to kind of now tell you like what was going on in February. So if I'm looking at the bright side, the nice thing, um, I'm an eternal optimist, Enneagram 7, so I can't help but look at the bright side of things. I can tell you that in February, my business was largely running on automation. So I did not spend very much time marketing. I wasn't doing very many speaking gigs. My email list growth was very stagnant. So was my social media growth. And the reason for that was that uh, I'm planning and preparing for a big launch that's coming up in a little over a month from now. And I've been in really like a black hole of content creation for the past four weeks. And I found this is kind of telling me that I don't have the best organic reach on my social media channels, or I should say automated reach. So a lot of us are probably in the same or similar position. Um, I don't really have Pinterest set up, so that's not really getting me web traffic on a month-to-month -month basis. I'm not running ads either. So a lot of my traffic, email list growth, and all that stuff comes from my individual time and effort. So doing podcasts, doing guest interviews, doing Facebook Lives with other people's audiences, posting on my own social media channels, all that kind of stuff. So when that falls off, I can see a pretty immediate dip in the traction as far as my web traffic goes and my other analytics, and that almost always will result in a dip in new revenue. The nice thing is, is that since I do run a monthly membership and have students on payment plans through my courses, I can still rely on income in the slow months. So that's essentially what happened in the month of February. I had all my membership members that were still active. I was uh, providing all of the content to them and going to our Q&As, but I did not have much in the way of new signups. So... To give more of a breakdown, my revenue goal for the month of February was $5,300. So I was really just about $800 short on revenue, but my expenses were almost $2,000 more than I had anticipated. So my profit margin was about $2,500 off of my goal. And the reason for that was that I had one um, very unexpected expense of $1,500, so that'll do it. And then I had a few other ones that were course related um, for some of the content that I'm creating as well, working with contractors and things like that. My revenue was mostly short from my targets um, due to not meeting the goals for my membership. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you remember back in January, I was uh, promoting my free tax challenge a lot. The challenge actually went really well. We had about 170 people sign up for that. Um, I don't know why I always say we. It's really just me. I had 170 people sign up for that. And then it was a really fun group. But my plan was that at the end of the challenge, I would invite everyone to come into my monthly membership fundamentals before I did a price increase. So I was anticipating about 30 new members to join the membership. 
I already had around 30 or 35, so that would have taken it up to 70, and that did not at all happen. We only had about five new members join. So the offer for that and the goal was that in the tax challenge, everyone would get all their bookkeeping up to speed and all of their records done. And then inside of the membership, I have a step-by-step -step, um, training that shows you how to DIY your tax return. And then we're doing five uh, bonus co-working sessions throughout tax season where you can join, work on your tax return, ask me questions, and I'll help you complete it all. So I thought it would be um, a really nice transition offer between the free program and the membership, but it didn't really work out. So I'll probably scratch it for next year or maybe you know try something different. But that's why it's good to really stay on top of our analytics. The good news is on the delivery side, the handful of people who did join the program um, have now worked on their tax return, got it finished and submitted, and we have a few more people that will be doing that in the upcoming tax parties. You can actually still sign up for the membership. If you're interested, you can go to my website, uh, bradendrake.com, and check that out. But that is kind of a quick recap of February. Income was lower than I was hoping, but still not awful. Expenses were a lot higher than was planned, so that is why the margins didn't really work out. The expectations for March are the in expenses should be about $500 less than they were in February, around $2,500. And then the income goal is around $6,500. So that will be like a 60 to 65% profit margin. Um, it's not quite to 70% where I'm hoping it will go, but in the month of April, I'm doing my big launch. So hopefully, in April, I'll hit all my goals and then the margin will work out. So I have a few notes for you. A few things that you can think about because I'm really now starting to brainstorm these things as well. My goal by the end of the year is to operate at a 70% profit margin. And I'm kind of beating myself up because this month, God, I was only like 10%, not, not good. And then um, in March, I'm hoping to do 60%. And but I was thinking and realizing if I'm now running on a course-based model primarily for my business, I'm going to have really large peaks in business. Some of you might run seasonal, seasonal businesses as well. Maybe if you're a maker, it's, you do a lot of business around Christmas time. Or for those of you in that wedding industry, you have peak seasons as well. So if you can think about really getting your margins under control in your slow months, and then having like a 90% margin or an 80% margin in your peak months, what would that average out to over the year? And I, I suppose what I'm getting to here is up until now, I've really uh, advised people on how to have a consistent profit margin per month. But if your income is going to fluctuate a lot month to month, don't beat yourself up over having a bad margin one month if you know that you can make up for that in the next month. Now, with that said, you obviously have to be really honest with yourself, take a good hard look and see if that's reasonable. I know I, for one, have a habit of creating pretty lofty goals, and it's something that I'm always, I'm always working on. So this is why it's helpful to get more into the numbers. I'm tracking my own numbers a lot more carefully, and that's something that I hope to share more in the upcoming proper reports. So that's all I really have for this episode. I hope it was helpful. If you enjoyed it and you haven't checked out the previous proper reports, you can go back and check those out. Um, typically, they're always going to be about 
the first week of the month where I'm recapping the prior month. And that's when you can expect to hear them. If you want more information on trimming expenses and getting a system in place to manage your cash flow, I do have one really awesome freebie on this topic. It's called the Worry No More Money Roadmap. You can go to the podcast website, which is unfuckyourbiz.com and click on the freebies button to go grab that. Or you can get it on uh, my personal website as well, which is bradendrake.com. So check those out. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And I will be back uh, in your speakers in just a few days for the next episode. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.